Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1 by Athletic Greens. We have been talking about it on the past few episodes, but I wanted to give just a little update. Lauren and I have both been taking every morning, you take it before you eat any breakfast and it's a powder form. It contains 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and aptogens. And it just helps you start your day right. I, I notice on the days that I accidentally miss it that I just don't have as much energy. I also notice that I have stayed healthy through others and my family not being healthy. So I really think it's supporting, like it says, my gut health. It supports your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging even, all the things. So if you want to reclaim your health, they are making it very easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash girl. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash girl to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We hope you love it as much as we do and enjoy today's episode. Hey sisters. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. Other than some technical difficulties. Got it figured out. (laughs) Yeah. How's y'all's Wednesday so far? It's good. It's really busy with work and I just, I don't, I don't get enough sleep to be doing all the things that I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's just catching up to me. My brain is a little bit overloaded today. Is Esri sleeping in her crib or how are we? No, she's still sleeping with me, but I haven't really like fully committed a plan yet. I've put her in there for like when we get home from, when she gets home from daycare, she's really tired. So I've put her in there. Yeah. When she's sleeping in, but the longest she slept in there is like 30 minutes. So, but she is taking bottles. Yeah. She's at least taking bottles. So that's been nice. Um, Good. One baby step. Yeah. We'll get there. I don't feel like with Joe and Rowan, I was always like stressed out about the next step. But with her, I'm just like, okay, figure it out. With now that it's your third and a. Will you say your last baby? Do you feel like you're just like really savoring everything? I do. Because you're like, this is the last time I'm going to have – well, you never know because Brandy had a baby yeah. and didn't plan on it. So. Didn't plan on that. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely feel like I'm savoring it. I feel like that's why I don't mind that she sleeps with me. Like I think I probably like it more than she even does. <laughs> yeah. We it's just funny because our – the end of the Bible study lesson today, the action step was be present in your presence and stop wishing for the next thing and savor this moment. So I think you're doing a great job, Megan. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Whenever and I, I'm feeling guilty about not doing whatever, I'm just going to remind myself of that. I'm just savoring the moment. 
Yeah. It's funny. It, that reminds me, did y'all know, I don't know if y'all knew this, but one time Brandy was complaining about like not sleeping well because the kids were always in bed with them. And I was like, well, Brandy, like, why don't you just have the kids sleep in their own beds? And she says, it's not me. It's your brother. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, I thought that was so cute. Like I had, no, she's like, yes, it's Brian who they will literally be asleep in their own bed and he will go grab them and put them in bed with us. And he'll be like, they're only going to want to sleep with us for so long, Brandy, apparently. So I just thought that was the cutest so thing. So sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, it's probably, we were raised in a household with no boundaries around that. So yeah, our, our parents yeah. let us sleep in bed with them. For yeah, whenever oh, we yeah. wanted. <laughs> we remember when our house was getting renovated and we slept or we had that dad had that smaller house mm-hmm. and I really didn't have a room. Yeah. And so I would just sleep with mom and dad. And I have this like very clear memory of them like touching feet <laughs> and I would get so pissed off. I'd be like, I would go down there and separate <laughs> their feet. I was like, no touching. Oh my in gosh. Bed. Like, I would be so annoyed if they, like, touched each other. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, Oh my goodness. Um, I I texted y'all this this morning, but, Megan, you just mentioned that you're having a day and just in the busyness of everything. Yeah. And this morning I was reading Isaiah 47 about the fall of Babylon, and it was just a good reminder that God calls us to pause in the midst of our busy days to think about what we're doing, why we're doing it and how it will impact others. And that just, I know I sent it to y'all cause I was like, that's just good reminder for us throughout all of our busy days to just kind of like live today with the long-term in mind, you know? And I think that that helps us just kind of refocus, regroup and kind of make decisions based on his will versus just our craziness of life, you know? I know. And it's so funny because you sent it this morning and I just like, when I read it, I like took a deep breath and I was like, yeah. And I really was like, just thinking about God. And then like, boom, three hours later, it's like, I totally (laughs) forgot. It's a slippery slope, man. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? Like three hours later, I totally forgot he's available to me at any moment. Like, why are we so crazy? (laughs) No, I feel you. I It's like constant practice. Oh like it's so hard. so hard. It really is. It's so hard. Speaking of the word constant, uh, a, but a friend in my book, I can't talk. A friend in Bible <laughs> study just shared a link to a worship song I had never heard of, and it's called Constant. And I just listened to it literally right before we were getting on our call. And it was beautiful, and I really loved it. So go Google it. Um, what is it? It's just called constant and yeah, let me see if I can pull up the artist. Can I just put out in the universe that one day we release a country Christian album? Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be so fun? I just would love to hear you sing at any moment of any time of day. So yes. (laughs) I remember like saying I would, when I'm 40, I'm going to be in a gospel I remember telling people that even when I was like in high school. When you're 40. I wonder why 40. I said when I was 40. Mm. I don't know. I just used to say that all the time. Maybe because you thought that was old back then. and I Like a gospel choir. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I probably start that early and get in a gospel choir now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right? That's funny you say that because I actually imagine myself – I've always imagined myself from the time I was a little girl in heaven – 
like singing on a huge stage, like in a gospel choir, like when I'm in heaven. Really? Yeah. So cute. Wow. Okay. Wait. So the artist to that song constant, sorry, just really quick is, oh, yeah. I think it is, is a uh, Zariah Zachary. I've never heard of her, but she has a beautiful voice. That's a cool name too. I know. That's cool. She, Zariah Zachary. She looks cool too. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to have to, I'm going to listen to it after we get yeah, off. I'll send, I'll send you all the link. Should we Megan, start I feel writing like I interrupted songs? you. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I think we should start writing some Jesus songs and just like, but I want it to be like a country album because y'all know I love country yeah. music. So for sure. We'll be like the Lauren Daigle album of country. Let's do it. <laughs> putting that's some high expectations well I can't sing but I can I feel like I can write a little bit like I have ideas yeah yeah well that's what it starts with an idea yeah ideas and then Kristen makes them into a song and then you two can sing them I could do like yeah some humming (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't I don't Kristen has to take over the singing I can do like you can do like little things you could be like my backup vocalist. Yeah, I can be backup or I can shake that little harmony. Um, I've always sucked at harmony, but I can shake that like yeah. I can keep a beat. So I can shake that. What's the instrument that has the little like things? It's a circle. Oh, yeah. yeah tambourine. Tam- no. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a tambourine. Oh, okay. I can do yeah. that. Or the, or the triangle. <laughs> We're just dreaming. We're just dreaming triangle. over here. <laughs> the triangle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That reminds me when. I walked into worship one day and somebody was like dancing worship. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. I can dance worship instead of sing. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I love to sing too, even though, yeah. yeah. Megan, well. those TikToks that you do where you're like dancing to worship music, yeah. I feel like everybody loves those. So I think oh. you should keep, keep doing them. I should do yeah, a new one. Should. I kind of stopped, I think, when I was pregnant because I just was like, didn't want to see myself on camera. <laughs> that horrible? I'm like that always. So, oh I my gosh. You're so beautiful, pregnant. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, so, yeah. I kind of want to share because I just feel like one day, particularly in this week's Bible study in Isaiah, for those that yeah. didn't listen to our last episode, I just started a new Bible study studying Isaiah and. It's just really good. And this week was kind of all about trusting God with our calendar. And I think that's super relatable. But there was one day that really stuck out to me and just about trusting him with everything. And so I'm just going to paraphrase kind of what I took from it. But Whenever we go through really hard things, whether it's death or a diagnosis, there's a desperation that draws us close to Jesus. And I know we can relate most recently with mom's death, but, and then when life goes on, it's easy to find ourselves slipping back into caring too much about things that don't really matter. And you can fill in the blank there for any of us, whatever those things are that don't matter. But the desperation gives us clarity about life that make temporal concerns very small when compared to eternal realities. So like we were just saying a minute ago, it's a slippery slope into self-reliance and overconfidence that can develop on the other side of a great work of God in our lives. 
And trusting God should be a lifelong expression rather than a means of getting out of crisis. And I think that that was just so powerful because I think it's just so relatable. And like we were saying before, with all things with God, it's just a daily Christian constant reminder and practice. And so it's just... Did you just say Kristen? Well, because you earlier you were saying it's con- it's a constant reminder, right? Oh, I thought you were like, oh, no. like listening. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm listening. Kristen, open your ears. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, like, okay. Yeah, so I just, I loved it because I just think everybody can relate. And even if you haven't gone through something like a crisis yet in your life where you understand that desperation like kind of Megan, what you were saying, it's just so easy for all of us to kind of slip away thinking that, oh, we got this on our own. We have to do this on our own. You know, I need to perform. I need to put this pressure on myself, even pressure to like spend time with God. It's like we put all these things on ourselves, and it's easy to forget that that's not the way that it was meant to be. And we don't have to do this alone and we shouldn't do it alone. And that to like pull ourselves back to him and to trust him and to get off that hamster wheel of worry and instead get in the word, get in prayer and, and trust him. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it's, so and I think it's not just desperation. It also is, there's such a huge sense of clarity too, mm-hmm. that I think as time goes on, that clarity kind of starts to get a little cloudy And it's like, I find myself wanting to stay in that clarity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. The desperation gives us clarity about life that makes all this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The stuff small compared with the eternal reality. So I think it's a gift. Like, of course, I know that we all believe when we go through hard things, there's always something beautiful on the other side, even though that's hard to feel sometimes. But when I think when we can keep the perspective, you know, that's what you're saying. It's, it's easy to lose that perspective, but it's right. a daily habit of pulling ourselves back. It really is. Yep. It's cause we let like all the, you know, work stress, just the daily silliness drama, you know, that's what clouds it. And so yeah. Yeah. trying to stay closer to that clarity, it's literally a minute by minute job. I know. <laughs> Cause the small stuff, whether it's like our jobs or money and finances or, you know, slight offenses from other people, it's like all of those things, it sucks us in, you know? And I think it's yeah, yeah a lot of times like the enemy, but it's like just having that consciousness to pull ourselves back or step out of that hamster wheel, you know? Exactly. Totally. Because in the end, it's like, you know, it really is when you think about what you've always said, Lauren, like think about the like when you're doing whatever you're doing, keep the end in mind. And it's like just seeing the big picture and like stepping out of your your brain where you're like in this fog Uh, is how I like to describe it of like what's happening right here, right now, which it's great to be in the present, but it's also good to like step out and like look at the big picture and think about what really matters. You know, I was talking to a coworker who was having just a really hard day and something that really upset her was just like a small offense, but 
I think it hit her deep because maybe deeper things were going on and just reminding, she would just realize like, oh, I'm putting all my worth in work. What am I doing? Like, that's not what matters when I die. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, just like reminding yourself that this one thing that's going on right now is not like the whole story of your story, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard too because I feel like on the other side of it, I sometimes struggle with empathy for people going through things that I feel like are so like, I'm always like, oh my God, it could be so much worse, you know? And I feel like that about my own life. Like when things happen, even losing mom, okay, it could be worse, you know? Like, and so I think sometimes I, it's like a balance because I'm like, I feel like bad because with friends or whoever, I'm like, uh, like they'll be complaint or like feeling sad. And then I'm like, oh, really? Like, you think that's bad? And then I, I don't say that out loud, but in my head, I'm thinking that. And I'm like, wait, okay, I still need to be empathetic, you know? And and so it's like a weird balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like a huge part of grief that maybe people don't, or I had never heard of before. Because maybe people, yeah, like I feel guilty that I feel that way. So I almost don't want to talk about it, but I just struggle so much with empathy. Like I have to be like consciously making sure that I'm being empathetic towards somebody and like, cause their current issue could be like huge to them, you know? Well, I think it goes back to the heart of God and the heart of this podcast. And it's like, it might be hard to admit this to ourselves, but we are given so much grace you know, and, and love from God. And so that's what I try to remind myself of if I'm ever having those totally human feelings creep up. And it's like, this person only knows what they know and that's not their fault. And so we, the more grace and love that we can offer them and really just be a listening ear, um, and try to alleviate like our kind of human feelings of, whether we voice it or not out loud, but if the feelings are there to just kind of strip ourselves of that and kind of just give them the grace that they deserve, just like we do, you know, but the whole like long-term mindset thing, I know I've shared this before, probably a long time ago when we first started our podcast, but I'll share it again. Whenever Kai was a baby, I went to a mops group in the Dallas area and the speaker was there and I, it was one of those like aha life moments for me where it just stuck. And I didn't even really, at the time, I don't think I realized the impact outside of just parenting that her statement would have on me, but in my life, but she said parent with the end in mind. And she explained what that meant to her. And so she gave the example of one of her children's children's, one of her children who was very persistent, you know, asked the same question a million times, would negotiate, would never give up, da, 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 da. and as how exhausting that was as a young mom for her. And another way to approach that child, though, is to kind of see like, you know what, in order to make a better parenting decision in the moment is to think of that son and how those traits about him then are going to serve him so well in the future to maybe be an attorney or whatever, you know, God's going to use those for good. And so when you think about the long term of when that child's all grown up and out of your home and you don't really have much influence anymore, then I'm going to respond a lot better in today and right now. 
And so that was really impactful as a mom and parenting advice, but I feel like it's so applicable for all areas of our life, you know, whether it's like goal setting and finances or, um, but also, and most importantly here, what I'm learning through Isaiah is, is with God and it is confusing me. And cause it's like, we all, it also says to be present in the present, you know, but yeah, I think keeping that long-term mindset at bay to remind ourselves of why then it helps us to make our daily choices better. Yeah. Another thing I was going to talk to y'all about is I started a new class at my church. I know I always talk about the classes that I take. I love it. And it's on parenting and, um, it's really cool. I, it is funny because a lot of the kind of points she made the teacher in the first class of Mike was, is totally mom, like mom just intuitively kind of knew this stuff um, about being a parent. And this lady, Amy, she was awesome too. I actually kind of want to have her on the podcast at some point. Um, but she was similar too. She became a mom really young and kind of intuitively had, she just knew she wanted to do it different than her parents. And, um, the one thing I wanted to mention just as encouragement, and even if you're not a parent yet, it's just like the one thing that all kids are looking for is their parents' approval And it kind of all, like even now, mom's not here and I'm still like wanting to make her proud. You know, we all have like that desire. It's even if you look Mm -hmm. at a baby or a kid, they're like, oh, look at me, mom, I did this. You know, they like want that approval and just how huge that is for their like self-worth and confidence. And I feel like mom did such a great job at that in us. But I don't, it's weird because it's like I had that from mom, but it doesn't always come super natural to me. And so it's like really good reminders and like tools to learn, you know, how to work with your children. But a lot of it is all, she made a funny point that I was giggling about too. She was like, yeah, I had it on my heart from God that he wanted me, she has eight kids and he wanted her to start like teaching parenting. Um, She was like, but God, there's no, like, there's no Bible verses. Like there's no scripture on parenting really. There's not a lot. And she said he heard him, her, she heard him kind of giggle and was like, the whole Bible is about parenting. I'm, I'm your father, you know, like I am ultimate <laughs> father, like everything in there is about parenting. You know, it's how he parents us. And like you were saying, Lauren, and gives us grace that is parenting, you know? And so I don't know, it was really cool. I'm excited to take, you know, dive deeper in, but one of the quotes that I loved, um, it was by Dr. Jim Richards. It said, self-worth manifests in every dimension of life. Every decision, thought, and aspiration is subtly guided by our sense of self-worth. The invisible boundaries of my success are directly related to my self-worth. And I learned a lot about self-worth and self-image and um, like the PGI training that I've done. And so it's just interesting like how everything's like intersecting in my life. Um, all the different things, but I loved one more thing I'll say about it and I'll keep kind of sharing. Um, but just, I think just that reminder as parents, or if you're going to become a parent, just remember like your kid is just looking for your approval. Um, so obviously that doesn't mean you can't, you have to discipline your kids too, and like have boundaries and say no, but I just love, um, like how 
approval is just so vital because it's just how we, it's how God expresses his unconditional love to us. And that's how we can kind of express our unconditional love to our kids. So that was, well, that's I, what's so cool about being an aunt. Cause you can just do approval, approval and you can leave yeah. the disciplining to <laughs> exactly. the parent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think too, like approval, like God does with us, it's like he approves us just as we are. There's nothing that we need to do or yeah earn it, you know? And so I think as a parent, what mom, and it sounds like this lady did so well is not only approve, show your kids approval, but approval of who they are and that, and not trying to change them whatsoever. Yeah. I just, yeah. I remember feeling, loving that feeling of like mom knowing who I was always like, and just, and like, and approval, you know, and loving it and just loving it, respecting it. She was super respectful to us as a parent and yeah. And just honor, honoring and, and celebrating. I feel like who each one of us were so, cause we're all four so different. I mean, we're alike in a lot of ways, but also very different. And I think that was really celebrated. Yeah. 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 Cause I think a lot of issue and a lot of unfortunately like church religious parenting has been very much like right and wrong and good and bad, but that's not actually like how Jesus and God like teach us. Obviously there is sin and things like that, but he, he always comes back to that like love first, you know? And so I'm just excited to kind of dive in deeper to understand how I can, you know, make sure my kids feel, I already feel like I'm hopefully giving them that approval, but, um, I want to make sure I'm giving it to them even more. I've had a couple of people pray over me, not knowing me and say, I'm raising world changers. So I'm just like, here we go. (laughs) Let's do it. Um, and then the other piece I just wanted to make sure I mentioned, cause I thought it was cool. All of us operate from one of two perspectives. We are either working for approval or from approval. I was like, Whoa, that's cool. Um, people working for approval, someone like me, people pleaser. <laughs> so I think we all have pieces of us that are working for approval still, Um, but are also fearful, insecure, timid, indecisive victims typically um, are working for approval. And then from approval, you'll see leaders, fearless, confident, outgoing, risk takers, world changers. So obviously those very like broad terms, but I just love that we are either working for approval or from approval. And I've actually like been asking myself, even just like with day-to-day tasks, like, am I doing this to like get some sort of like approval from somebody, you know, or is it really just, I don't know. Like, cause I, I was such a people pleaser in my life. I don't know where that part came from, maybe just being a middle child. And so I've really tried to like work through that thought process for myself. So I thought I would share. I think we all can be people pleasers in some yeah. ways or a lot of it, like, cause I can be a people pleaser yeah. too. And I don't, you know, um, just like want people to like us. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a Mm -hmm. natural human thing. Yeah. I don't know if Lauren, Lauren might be the only person I know who's like, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds so bad. That what? Finish. hundred percent. Not a people. (laughs) Well, I think that that definitely wasn't the case when I was younger. I, Definitely as a kid, I wanted to fit in. Um, But I also always felt a really confident 
in knowing who I was and I was, and I was okay with that. Like I knew I was quirky. Is that the word? Um, but I definitely went through a long period. I feel like where, and I still, I mean, of course I want people to like me and, but I also am not afraid to like, just show the real me and, and stand like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I definitely don't have FOMO. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. I like it. Well, if anybody's the most, I think we probably get that from our father who like, it doesn't matter who he's around. He is 1000% himself. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Ooh. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to be any other way. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Love it. Yes. Well, I can't believe that this Sunday is mom's I guess once this episode airs, it'll have been last Sunday, uh, mom's yeah. second heavenly birthday. October How 9th. How are y'all feeling overall? <laughs> um, you know, it's a little odd, and I'm you can relate to this, Megan, how close it is to Michael and I's like wedding anniversary, because it's like we have done this since we got married. We do a trip every year for our anniversary, and so, you know, we had just pretty much gotten back from a trip when mom passed or we're, and we're actually going on a trip with you. Um, so it always like, I don't know, but it's kind of nice because this year, you know, we planned a trip for mom. We went to Utah. I think I mentioned this last episode. Um, four days before mom died, she had told me she wanted to go to Utah and like go on all these hikes because it was so beautiful there and I had never been. And I'd completely forgotten that we had this conversation, but uh, I recently went through our text messages and it reminded me of it. And so I said, my God, this is what I want to do this year for our our big trip. And um, I don't know. I just felt like I took mom with me and I got to like, and it was just so rejuvenating and like, I don't know. It's weird that it's so close, but I'm thankful for it too because I feel like I get to take mom with me on these trips that she would have loved to be on, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. It was just, it was really great. And we had a great time. It was awesome. And I loved it. Well, and her favorite thing was being out in nature, and that's what y'all did. So, (laughs) yeah. That's so cool. Megan, how are you? I'm good. I'm sad, but I'm good. Mm-hmm. But like basic answer it's just kind of like ugh. but I just can't believe she's not here still you know I'll never I'll never not believe it I'm like what mm-hmm. um but yeah overall yeah. I'm just you know last weekend I cried a lot for some reason and so I have my friend Drew coming and staying a couple nights and Jess is gonna come and Stacy's gonna come over Thursday night so I feel really that's really sweet because Bobby's leaving town for um, an Arkansas football game with his high school friends, which I'm really glad he's doing. But I just feel like, um, I don't know. I was just sad. Being covered in love and support yeah. is always nice. Yeah, exactly. Which is. My friends surprised me and they're planning a little day for us to do some fun things. And I oh, thought that was good. so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It I don't is. think I've connected, catched up with my feelings yet. My, I was kind of like, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever felt that way? Like, I feel like I figure out my yeah. feelings like a week later. <laughs> yeah, when I'm in it, it's like I almost feel numb and I can't think. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel very like, ooh, what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think whenever I wrote out that thing that y'all shared on social media 
about October 9th. That was helpful for me just to kind of like put out there. I think, well, I said it in there. It's just as these anniversaries approach, I do get like, I think it was well whenever I wrote that last week or whatever, it was like this unsettling or uneasy feeling in my stomach more so just for the anticipation of not knowing what I'm going to feel. (laughs) And so I think stating what I wanted, what I want for myself for this to be, that was really uh, helpful for me. Yeah. And as we're, you know, just a few days out from it, I feel just more at peace and I don't have any plans and I'm going to be by myself or not by myself, but you know, with my husband and son and, but we don't have any special plans. I'm going to be locked in a closet by myself (laughs) and alone. Yeah. I'm going to be all alone. (laughs) No, but, um, also I don't know it just this morning when I was driving and I felt, and I know I've shared this with y'all, but I felt this so strongly, like the moment I found out what happened to mom and the days that the early days that followed, it was like, I, knew that God was, I I felt God was talking to me and saying like he, he was saving not only mom, but like us somehow, you know, and I don't know, I don't know what that means, but I trust it. And this morning, as I was listening to that song that I shared constant, it just reminded, I got this overwhelming feeling again, almost like a voice from mom just saying like it was uh, just uh, surrounding her death. I got that those same strong feelings that I honestly hadn't had since the early days of her death where it was like just this thing came over my whole body and it was like God has us and there was there was purpose, there still is purpose and it's so beautiful and we will not fully understand until we get there one day but it's like, just trust him, you know? And so for some reason yeah. that just really poured peace over my heart. So I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one other. Well, very... go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, one last thing and then I'll shut up. But um, they, there was a verse about how Jesus, how each one of our names are etched into God's palm. And it's like not etched with a pencil or even a Sharpie, but like literally it gave the definition in the Bible of what the word meant, but like hardcore etched, like never going anywhere. And y'all know one of my favorite worship songs is Who Am I? And it talks about like how we're just a wave tossed in the ocean. And I cry every time that song comes on because it's like, I feel so small, but yet so like the feelings just like, I don't know another word besides overwhelmed that God still knows each one of us. So intimately. And, Mm -hmm. and so it's just like his love, just a reminder that he cares about each one of us so much and he sees us and he's constant and he's not going anywhere. And for some reason that also kind of made me think of mom too, about like, gosh, you know, God has such a independent, unique relationship with every single person on this earth, you know, if we so choose yeah. And with mom, I feel like, you know, each one of our, she meant so much to so many people and we each have a super unique relationship with her that nobody else shares while it might be similar, you know, as siblings, but it's also different too. And I just thought that was really cool. And to like have that visual of, you know, she still carries that relationship with every single one of us. 
and we, it's not going anywhere, you know, and we can still have that with her and she wants us to talk to her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That just reminded me of when this all happened, something similar happened to me, um, where I just heard over and over again, it's your turn. It's your turn. And I was like, why are you saying that? I'm going to cry. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Um, but, and I just knew exactly what I meant. And I don't, this just sounds so crazy probably to other people, but I knew what that meant was like my whole life. I just felt this deep feeling of that. My mom was just so deep and connected to God that I didn't need to be because I had her and like, I didn't have to have that connection. And when she was gone, it was like, no, you, you, your turn, Kristen, you're going to be with me. And I was like, but you didn't have to take her. You know, I thought that for a second, but then, but it was just so clear. Yeah. That like, and it's still a struggle. It's not like, oh yeah, that day I instantly was like me and God are like this and I'm, (laughs) I'm, it's a struggle. Like I, I like feel like I daily sometimes have a fight, you know, like I still run from it for some reason. I think I'm just the most stubborn person on the planet. Um, but it's definitely a work in progress and I feel like. I get there a lot, but then I backtrack too. So if anyone's like me, like, you know, I'm with you. (laughs) Well, I think we're all work in progress. Like there's no finish line until we're, we're gone. Yeah. 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 I love that. So that's where we're at. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where are y'all at listeners? Share with us. How are you doing? Yeah. I do want to share a really funny story because I haven't gotten to tell you, Lauren, of something that happened while Michael and I were on our anniversary trip Okay, um, in honor of mom. So we did, you know, we went to Zion and then we went to Page, Arizona. By the way, highly recommend the hikes are really freaking hard in Zion, but worth it. Um, Page is just beautiful, the Antelope Canyons and everything. Um, But we ended our trip in Vegas. And one night, Michael and I got – actually, I got – I was like, you know what would be funny is if we dressed up like Ross and Rachel while they're in Vegas. And if you do – I'm a huge fan of Friends, by the way. Friends is like my favorite show. Megan, I think it's yours too. And Lauren, I don't know if you've seen the show, but one episode they go to Vegas Mm -hmm. and get like really drunk and get married. But they had drawn on like – they were like pranking each other. Wait, is that why you sent a picture of y'all with stuff drawn on your face? Yes. I was wondering what the heck that was. I was like, did y'all go to a comedy show and get drawn on or something? (laughs) You didn't even know when you didn't ask. Like, You didn't ask. Why? (laughs) I totally meant to ask and I just forgot. I like. You just accepted it for what it was. I was like, oh, I bet they were like literally the story that I made up in my head was like, oh, I bet they were sitting on the front row of a comedy show and they like got called up on stage and got wrote on or something. (laughs) And like Michael, they just wrote Ross on Michael's forehead. (laughs) I don't think I even noticed it said Ross. Anyways, y'all can tell I don't watch TV. I have seen episodes of Friends, but y'all know me. So you need to watch this episode because it's really funny. Basically, Ross and Rachel are pranking each other and she falls asleep on the plane to Vegas and he draws a permanent mustache on her face and it won't come off. And she's pissed and she's embarrassed and she's like, I'm not leaving this room because I'm not going to be seen like this. And so they end up like getting drunk in the room and she's like, you know, the only way I'll go out is if like, so she ends up drawing like 
uh, Ross on his forehead and like a meow cat yeah. face or whatever. So, and then they end up getting married and it's really funny. Okay. Anyway, it was our anniversary night and I was like, wouldn't it be funny? Like we act like we got married with this on our faces, like from friends. And he was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> so I, I love that Michael's drew- like down. Like Bobby I know would Michael. Never oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael's always down. Are I you know, kidding? Yeah. I'm just saying. I love like, that about him. <laughs> me too. I me do too. too. That's why I married him. Yeah. Um. He loves y'all. I mean, y'all know we, Michael is the only husband that we have a group chat with my sisters <laughs> yeah. and Michael. Like <laughs> none of the other husbands. Well, it started off as a Wordle group chat, but then we, you know, yeah, going. we we sent. Yeah you know, videos and anyway. So, so anyway, we're dressed as Ross and Rachel and it's hilarious because anyone younger than like, I would say 28 had no clue what the heck we were doing or why we had this on our face. But anyone older was like, would look at us and like take pictures. It was hilarious. Um, but we decided to go play blackjack and tell everyone like we had just gotten married (laughs) like that. Oh my God. (laughs) No. And yeah. And so, um, the next night, we were actually at a different hotel, and there was this woman gambling near us, and she had a fringe shirt on. And Michael was like, oh, my gosh, look, that girl has a fringe shirt. I was like, oh, she would have loved our faces last night. Uh-huh. And he was like, I know. We should go t- We should go show her the picture. But you can't. Like, you can't bring out your phones when you're gambling. Um, and so long story short, we end up going to dinner, and we're inside this restaurant, and Michael goes, Kristen, there's that woman. And I was like, what? He goes, I'm going to go show her the picture. And I was like, for some reason, Michael really wanted to show this woman the picture the of us one? dressed. The same woman as earlier? Oh, yeah, wow. it was the same okay. woman. She happened to be walking by okay. the restaurant. And so Michael runs out without me and like runs her down. What? <laughs> he was like, hey, hey, hey. And she's like startled. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, yeah, yes. Like and he's like – and he goes, can I show you a picture of me and my wife? <laughs> and she goes, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, get away from me, you freak. Like, with, you know, this is Vegas, okay? She doesn't know what this guy's doing. And he goes, no, no, no. You'll like it, I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the part I like, she's like, was crying no. at when Chris told me this. I was like, did and he really like, say that? You'll like oh. it? I promise. <laughs> He a hundred percent said that. No, no, no. You'll oh like it. Gosh. I promise. Come and she's me. like backing away from him, like creep. Scared. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you about to show me? And so she, he finally like shows her the picture, and she like is like, "Oh, I love that show," but like still really confused. And he was like, "You're sure?" And she was like, "Oh my god, I totally forgot I was wearing my fresh no. Shirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this poor woman is like. So freaked out by my husband. I should have probably gone with him. I was about to say, did maybe... you ever go with him? Oh no, she never saw me. So like, but I could see them, you know, outside the restaurant or whatever. Yeah. So, well, she's I was probably just telling dying. the same story and is like, people are going to be waiting for the punchline thinking that it's some dirty creeper, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, she probably thought you were trying to show her some like dirty pictures yes. of yourself or something. Yeah. Like, you creepo. That's anyway, so it was the funniest thing ever. Oh my so gosh, funny. that's amazing. But we had a great time. I highly suggest dressing as Ross and Rachel. Beard yeah, that's so fun. I would never Thank in a million you. years think to do something like that. So I really appreciate y'all. <laughs> I mean, mostly, I just mostly love because that- I don't watch TV, so it wouldn't even enter my brain. <laughs> yeah, I just love that you just thought we just did that 
for I totally like, meant, from nothing. I totally meant to ask you whenever we were on the that phone might be and it the just funniest part my mind. of this whole thing. Yeah. That Lauren but, was just like, oh, they're so cute. They drew on their face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was like, oh, I bet that, that looks fun, whatever that is. <laughs> You know, they're in Vegas. What whatever happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. So Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It does not. I know. Well, I know <laughs> we need to wrap up, but um great stuff. Love you so much, both of you. And listeners, we love you too. And um we will talk to you in a couple of weeks and we will have a final, I guess, episode unless we do a surprise Christmas one or something. Um Uh-oh. And for our last episode before we go on break, I think we're going to do kind of just as a little tease, just kind of like rehash our purpose for this podcast. And yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But um, Megan, do you want to pray us out or do you want me to? Or Kristen, do you want to pray? You got it, Megan. Me? <laughs> um, okay. Okay. You got this. Dear God, thank you so much for your constant grace. I'm so grateful for you and unconditional love. And I'm so grateful we had and have the most wonderful mom in the whole world. And I don't know how we got so lucky. And thank you for our dad too, and just all of our family. And I just pray for health and uh, prosperity, abundance all through our lives. And I pray the same thing for everybody listening, for them to seek you every minute of every day and experience your grace and your love, because it's the only way to live in this world. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 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 Love you guys. Have love a great you guys. Week. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great week. Love oh, y'all. my phone died by oh. the way. Sorry. Okay. okay. It's a love y'all. All right. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of girl. I slept in my makeup. If you like us rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girl, I slept in my makeup.com where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it and make it a great week. God bless.